welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and reopens the rift to the zero matter dimension for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And this episode, we are covering Agent Carter, Season 2, Episode 10, Hollywood Ending. Original air date, March 1st, 2016. And here's a uh, quick summary of this season finale Peggy needs Howard Stark to eliminate. Zero matter as they are faced with a mission none of them could come back from. And yeah, (laughs) so what I read was actually the IMDb summary. However, yeah, there there needs to be some edits on that that text right there. From which none of them could come back? That would also Mm -hmm. work. (laughs) From why none of them? Nope, that's Drax's. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's just let's just jump into this episode. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> in another damn flashback from sixty seconds ago, Carter and Co. argue whether to uh, blow up or not. Uh, it doesn't matter though because the whole place blows up anyway. When the team checks out the blast zone, they find an unconscious and corporeal Doctor Wilkes. Unfortunately, they also wake up Miss Frost and uh, she attacks them. It's cool, though, because she gets hit by a car and the team gets away. Back at the SSR, Dr. Wilkes explains that the zero matter is like a disease looking for a new place to infect. Stark says Dr. Wilkes is now zero matter free. Well, that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, he's slightly anemic, so that's not great. But uh, Yeah, but you know, now now he can eat sandwiches, and that's <clears throat> True. And also ice cream sandwiches. More importantly... Yes. yes. Um, so we started talking about this at the end of last uh, week, but we should talk about it now. The Wilkes explosion. Yes. Um, it's not so much an explosion as like a concussive blast. It just knocked things over. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it messed with the electricity or not because the lights were out in the room. It also could have just broken the light bulbs. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh no, no! That I was just just agreeing with you. Like, yeah, that's that, that was it. Yeah, um, I did find this out semi recently, and we recorded last episode back to back with this one. So X Men are on my mind. Um, mm-hmm. did you know that um, Cyclops' eye lasers aren't heated; they're just concussive blasts. So it's like being punched in the face every time he looks at you. I did Probably not know than. that. Yeah, I I always I assumed because they're red, there must be heat behind it. Yeah, I mean everything red. I assume mm. like stoplights are red hot all the time. Yeah, they must be. Yeah, they're red. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's interesting. I wonder what I would have thought if it was a different color. Like, what if it was blue or yellow or it something green? Cold. Maybe yellow. You it slows you down. Um, green is turned is gamma rays, obviously. Ah, okay. All right. What color are the gamma rays in this? <laughs> They're not green. I don't think. I, I yeah, I don't know. Do we ever even see them? We see. <clears throat> don't we see the from the gamma cannon? Oh, it is gamma. Okay, I forgot. Um, huh. You're right. Uh, I don't remember at all. And why is the like. Hulk green? I don't know why the Hulk's green. Why not? I guess. I don't know. That's not... I don't think that's good enough. But okay. Oh, alright. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, alright. Um, so another character we don't see in this scene, I guess, when they're when they're in checking out the explosion room, is Quicksilver. Vernon Masters. Oh, okay. Also, we don't see Quicksilver. You're correct. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's running too fast. Um, <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Exactly. Uh, so we... we I guess we're left to assume that last episode when Frost had um, Vernon Masters, um, that's right when Dr. Wilkes walked into the room, right? Mm-hmm. So did she consume him? No, because she threw him on the ground when Wilkes came in. Okay. You know, he was still cool. all veiny, but he wasn't dead. Hmm. Okay. We never see him again. No. So maybe um, he dies in this 
explosion. And he could he could die, or they could be setting up to come back in season three with dark matter powers because he probably got splattered with dark matter. That's true. They did find a bunch of dark matter in the in the or zero matter. Zero matter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. They did find a bunch of like little pools of that stuff in that room. Mm-hmm. So which okay. quickly got cleaned up conveniently, right? Yeah, I just assume Frost sucked it up. Yeah, so it got cleaned up really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also like how Frost becomes a slasher movie villain because <laughs> the whole team is running away and she's uh, continuously 20 feet away. No matter how fast they're running, she is always right behind until she to gets be, hit by a car. To be fair, I was thinking she wasn't running very fast or they weren't running very fast. One guy's handicapped. And the other two people are helping Wilkes who can barely walk. Okay, that that is true, yeah. She literally could have, not even jogged, she could have sped walk and caught up with them. (laughs) I guess that's true. And she was just in a giant explosion, so she's probably messed up too, so okay. Okay, alright, that's fair. Um, Also, in this scene, Stark shows up after being gone for a while, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah. And then we find out that Dr. Wilkes doesn't have zero matter inside of him anymore. So, yeah. yay. He's good. He's he's full matter. 100% matter now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's he's a positive matter. He's not negative matter. He's not zero matter. He's matter. Woo-hoo. He does matter. Exactly. He's um, been upgraded. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I should have a problem with uh, Frost getting hit by a car. But isn't she like this? Like the most dangerous she's ever been, and she's threatening them. That really takes like the danger out of her if she just gets hit by, hits by a car. Yeah, well, I mean, this is like what I was saying last week, right? She was, um, when she was shot with a gun, like the concussive force still pushed her back, um, so she can still be pushed by stuff. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm more like. This is like the Hulk and Loki scene where um Thor smashes him around. Oh, he's not that powerful. It's like taking the wind out of the sails of the character. But mm. they, they shouldn't do that right now because this is the most dangerous Frost has ever been. That's true. Okay, I see what you mean. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I mean, to be fair, Jarvis didn't know. Like, he <laughs> thought he was just hitting her normally. Like He just showed up. So he thought he was murdering her again, but this time it's okay. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I think he knew he wasn't going to kill her, right? Because, because he had that line, because Stark was like, Jarvis, what did you just do? She's won two Academy Awards and blah, blah, blah. And Jarvis said, uh, I assure you, she's quite resilient. So okay. I think, I think he knew he wasn't killing her. He was just stopping her a little bit. <laughs> stopping, yeah, true. Okay. That's fair. Alright, yeah. Try try to save the team a little, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. yeah. And then Zero Matter is how looks. I think we need to say that again. <laughs> yes. That that is good. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um I'm good to move on if you are. Yeah. Alright, cool. Um Frost is going a little insane in the membrane. She insane needs to make a machine in order to open the door and let the zero matter in. Otherwise, she'll go insane in the brain. Manfredi sees the effect this is having on her and gets the idea from his mother to make a deal with the devil. In this case, the devil is Carter and team. While the team is having breakfast, Manfredi walks in and they all decide to steal the work from Frost to use as a way to pull the zero matter out of her. Okay. All right. So kind of skipped over a good handful of things that happened there. Um, but I guess the first part there, Frost is like, she's she's going more and more crazy. Like we've been seeing it the entire season. Um, and like right now she's at her like tipping point, basically. She's spending all of her time writing on these papers and then putting them onto the walls. So, you know, that's good. Not drawing on the walls. But <laughs> she's doing that. And um, she doesn't need food or sleep pretty much from what we can tell um, based off of what she said and she's i guess more irritable more angry uh, than she was previously i don't i don't oh, know yeah, if she's that's tired like, and hungry <laughs> that's true yeah it could just be that effect okay yeah <laughs> 
Um, yeah, is this... Is she crazy, getting going crazy because she wants more power? Or is it because of the dark matter? Is the dark matter creating her craziness? Or has she always been kind of crazy and it's just like, now she's got a reason to do this? So, this is... I, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, so one of the questions that I had previously that I've been holding off because I wasn't sure if they would ever answer it, um, and they did, was um, like two weeks ago when they were talking about having the voice inside of their head, talk mm-hmm. to them about how to you know, build the machine to you know, open the portal or whatever, the dimensions. Um, like I was wondering why, like what was the point of it? Who was that voice, et cetera? And then we, we kind of get a one-liner from Dr. Wilkes in the previous scene right here of this episode where he says that the zero matter is like a disease. It's just looking for a new place to infect. And so maybe because the zero matter is down to just one person, now it's like only Frost, it's like trying It's trying harder to convince her what to do to open the, the portal, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I'm still strictly supporting that this is uh dormammu's telling her to open the portal which could work yeah that that very well could be it he mm-hmm. wants to jump in here and, and infect everything <clears throat> yeah hmm. also it's just fun to say dormammu that's that why i think that's why strange says it so many times dormammu i've come to bargain <laughs> <laughs> He did it like what thousands hundreds millions of times well yeah i do like the idea I mean, yeah, we'll get to Strange like in a year. Um, that the reason he's such a good uh, sorcerer now is because he got killed a million times. He got to learn all those spells over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are, are you saying are you saying he had to relearn everything? Like he rewound all of that? I thought no. he just rewound that ten seconds. He and he remembers every time he died, so he got to practice all those spells for so long. That's how he went from beginner to sorcerer supreme so quickly. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk some more about that later because I yeah. I have some other thoughts, but I don't want to jump into it like too much because we'll we'll just go on a pure tangent. Um. <clears throat> so unlike us. Yeah. I know. Well, you know, we when we know it's pure tangent. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Um. So yeah, you're right. It, it very well might be Dormammu just co- just continuously telling her. Um, but since we're you know on this this whole Dormammu Doctor Strange thing, um, why didn't the current Sorcerer Supreme show up and like try to stop all this? I think uh, this is just a guess, and the Sorcerer Supreme should be the ancient one because she lives for hundreds yeah. of years. Yeah. Um, because this was created by science and not magic, like a laser cannon. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're only supposed to like deal with stuff that's magic. Yeah, but Dormammu is magic, like in a sense. I guess I don't. I guess I don't know. Hmm. I mean, okay. Is, I don't think Dormammu is magic. I think she. But the way you open the portal is magic. And here, the way they open the portal is science. And don't tell me they're the same thing. Damn it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, and and maybe, maybe this is just one of those weird things where, like, I guess the magic people, all the sorcerers, just want to stay in their own separate corner doing things. Um. Because I, I, or maybe the thing is, you know, you had Tilda Swinton over there was like looking at the future, like, oh, oh, it, it looks like they'll, they'll be fine. I don't need Go to ahead, jump in. And then maybe that's what it was. Maybe that is, she can see up until the end of her life. So she knows <laughs> what things would end the world and they were fine. Yeah. Okay. Works for me. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like in her neighborhood. The only time we, outside of Doctor Strange, we see her defending anything is when uh, Chichari might crash into her house. <laughs> that is true. So where are the three sanctums? It's Hong Kong, 
and New York. And what's the third one? Is it London? I think it was. Yeah. All right. And London. If it's not happening in any of those three places, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. That's that makes sense. That's where all the prime shooting, real estate is. She was shooting down um, dark elves when they were attacking England in uh, Thor: <laughs> The Dark World. We just I didn't see, see that it. scene. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I know that um, George Lucas got a lot of crap for going back and editing like the movies, <laughs> yep, like Star Wars movies and all that stuff with things. But I, I kind of would would like to see like just. You know, in a couple of years, like maybe something else changes and we find out that, um, you know, we had uh, the Ancient One in London, just like what you said. I, I kind of want to see mm-hmm. like that a little editing of like a fraction of a second of someone in the background basically doing that. I don't think we need to because Endgame like made it better. Like they didn't retcon anything, but it's also, hey, she was there and we got to see it. I that's why I think one of the new big bads for one of the future phases needs to be Kang the Conqueror, who's a time traveler. And then we can just see all this other crap. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, I actually get that part of the storyline, but okay. Yeah. Or just flashbacks like in Doctor Strange 2, if like or 3 or whatever in the future, they'll flash back to something that happened before and this is how uh the wizards got a dark elf ship that they're flying around other dimensions. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find out in Doctor Strange in the Mom. <laughs> oh. That that would be a cool uh, cool description. <laughs> Just seeing them with that that ship, like all right. Yeah, how or... do you travel through dimensions? You obviously need a dark elf ship. That I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, if Thor can almost fly it, I'm sure Doctor Strange and um, the Scarlet Witch can do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That fits. Yeah. No. All right. No, Fitz will show up next episode. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe. Yeah, man, I hope. I hope to see them again. All right. Yeah. Um,. So we find out that the portrait collection is part of a set, so we got that mystery solved. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I'm glad that he asked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so and and they're all different. Cool, it's a collection. That's nice. Um, so it very well might be exactly what you said, Tony, like weeks ago. That every year he just has a different one, and he puts the good ones there at home, and the old ones he just gives away. And this is his. 1947 set yep i mean or let's see i don't know how old do you think howard is right here like 38 he's not in his 40s but he's not his yeah 20s. De- definitely not his 40s Maybe i mean 30s. i was assuming early 30s okay so like let's say he's 31 maybe he has a portrait of him for all 31 years of his life oh Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. It's sad. It's sad that Tony has no portraits of him throughout his giant mansion in the future. (laughs) That's true. Now I kind of want to rewatch Iron Man just to see if one pops up. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be um, this actor or future Howard. It's the third Howard they show in... That one pic, that one photograph. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Um. So during this scene, also, um, Man Freddy walks in, and um, I guess we find out that Man Freddy and Stark have been friends for years. Mm-hmm. Know each other. It, it. It kind of feels like. Manfredi is the Bucky to Stark's cat. <laughs> Possibly. Um, yeah, I guess. I just like this scene is showing how shady Howard can be. Oh yeah, yeah. And we got this, and we also get the the fact that um, 
one of the great quotes by Howard Stark is, "How do most the most successful scientists achieve greatness? <laughs> they get smarter people to do the research, and they steal it for themselves." All right, so so he's basically admitting to being a, a Thomas Edison. Well, yeah, he is, and it's true he did it with uh, Venko, because Venko helped design the um, the arc reactor, right? Venko You're right. Senior. Yeah. And then um, Tony does it in the future, he learned from his dad, because he stole barf from uh, Quentin Beck. <laughs> You're right. Oh, man. Nothing but assholes. Yep. <sighs> I mean, we knew that, though. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, does this explain previous scenes like like previous ep- there the the episode where frost breaks in and then they kidnap dr wilkes and they shoot anna um did has man freddy been to stark's house before like did he just know where everything was and he was like he, he just told frost oh yeah the alarm system would be over here i i mean i guess well the alarm system's new because we see okay, Jarvis yes. installing it that's true. Okay. Hmm. Was Manfredi with Frost when she shot Anna? Yes. Yeah, because he... I remember him telling her, telling Frost, we should go after Frost shoots Anna because Carter okay. and people were, were driving up. I remember that. So presumably... No. I was thinking that Anna would know Manfredi if he comes over all the time. But no, Jarvis doesn't know Manfredi. When is Manfredi coming in just hanging out without Jarvis there? That's a good point. Okay, so maybe he has never been to this house. That's possible. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, except okay. for when he broke in. And... Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. other than, other than <laughs> that. So, okay. so they're, they're just like old friends. Yeah, I mean, I would think Manfredi... They would have known each other, I guess, in New York. Right? Didn't Manfredi say something about he was from New York or did stuff in New York? Oh, maybe I completely missed that. Yeah. And who knows? Well, no, not who knows. Um, Jarvis didn't start working for Stark until after the war, right? That's true. It was only the last couple of years. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. So now we have another connection. Timings, things get weird, but okay, all right. Mm-hmm. But they all decide that they should steal the work from Frost. Well, yeah, obviously. That's what you what geniuses do. Exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm good to move on to the next section. How about you, Tony? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, well then. <clears throat> Manfredi lures Frost out of the research room by using her as muscle on a goon. Turns out he gets a real confession. Funny how that works out. Anyway, uh, Carter and Sousa take pictures of Frost's work while she is distracted. And then back at the SSR, the team realize that the machine will bridge the two worlds and they need to figure out a way to contain the zero matter that comes in from that other world. Uh, Once they have a plan, they head out. In the meantime, Agent Thompson orders everyone dinner and then goes through Vernon Masters' stuff. Finds out his Hydra pin is also a key. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, it's it's interesting how Manfredi just volunteers one of his guys to um, be tortured in a way uh, not many people have been tortured. So uh, when he says, "I'll make it up to you later," to him, um, like God, that I wonder what he means because that's a nice spaghetti dinner. Ah, okay, that makes sense. With an extra one extra meatball. Fair. I mean, that's yeah. more than fair, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, and so Frost doesn't even torture him. He just, like, breaks before that. <laughs> yeah. Which he's going up. Because, <laughs> I mean, he was already being hit a few times. So I guess he knew. Like, he has to have known what Frost can do, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I bet it's gone around to all the goons. Just like, you see the boss's new girlfriend? She sucks people up. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, and then we find out that he's been working for the feds, I guess. And we never see this character again. So, no, he's dead. You know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, okay so... because Carter and Susan have some pictures of her work now. Yes. Um so there's no flash. They're in the dark and they're not getting up close to the pictures and those don't look like zoom lenses. <laughs> they're bad at this part of the or at least Susan's bad at this part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um unless it's really cool SSR tech. Which it could be, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. It just looks like um, regular pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. They probably just grabbed some film on the way over, stopped into the general mm-hmm. store and, and grabbed that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they had like other types of stores. I, I'm assuming everything is still just a general store in the general. 40s. Okay. I mean, they had specialty stores. Um. Don't know what those are because I wasn't around them at the time. But I'm sure there were camera stores and other stores. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that works. Flamingo stores. That's where Star got his flamingo in the first episode. He got it from a store. I'm no, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Um. So they take the pictures and um. Well, also, Sousa, I know, or I remember from when we had analog, non-digital cameras, I think there were like 24 pictures on a roll of film. Mm-hmm. And he's wasting time taking pictures of um, of Peggy during this mission. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because once they take a picture, or once they take all 24, they have to change the roll. Yep. Got to roll it up. <laughs> Put it in a little canister so it doesn't get ruined. It was hard times back then. Yeah. All you whippersnappers listening to with their cameras and their phones, like I do. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess I, I shouldn't. I can't be talking. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh-huh. um, I guess I guess he knew that he had enough. Uh, Twenty three pictures would have been just enough for him, and then. <laughs> The extra one that Carter had was also a backup, just in case that, you know, she got a bad angle or something. Yeah. I didn't pause the count, but later we see all the photos on the bulletin board. Did that seem, it seemed like more than 48 photos to me. I didn't really look either. Um, It seemed like a lot. I'm just saying. I don't at all remember how many there were. But... You know, they. I guess they got a good enough resolution to be able to read them, even though they were, like you said, they were all at night with no yeah. lights on or flash. Yeah. Yep. So maybe oh. it was SSR tech. Yeah. One thing when they're still in the room, I did like is that um, uh, Sousa randomly changed one number just to screw with her, to slow her down. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he did. I mean, it, it makes sense that he that he did it. Like that was awesome. Um. Unfortunately, he only had the time to do one of them because, man, that would have been great if he could just start changing uh, more because that would have definitely given them more time, too. Yeah, but it also would have shown that someone was in there and made her more suspicious. It's going to take her a while to know it's one number. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. All right. That works. Hmm. All right. Um, so the team hatches a plan, basically, mm-hmm. of... Uh, what they're going to do to to start getting ready, um, how to contain the zero matter uh, and all of that stuff. So they, they kind of start prepping. Um, and then uh, just kind of throwing this in, Agent Thompson takes the dinner order and then he goes yeah. through Masters of Stuff. Well, um, I, I like when he comes in to take his, to, not to take the dinner order, to help out. He starts off with like, I'm not a scientist, but I'm here to help. I'm looking around this. Um, Peggy's not a scientist, Suze is not a scientist, and Rose is not a scientist. And they're all helping. So he should have been there a while ago trying to help, not just coming in last minute. 
unless he doesn't know what a scientist is. And he thinks everyone else in the room is. <laughs> well, they are. I mean, he's part of the strategic scientific reserve. He should have some science training. Yeah, should. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe he never took that class, and everyone else took the scientist intro, or like introduction to science class. And he took the introduction to strategy. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Yeah, he's a strategist. So yeah, not a scientist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even Rose took the science class because hey, you know why not? Yeah, it I seems mean... more more useful. Uh, so um masters is uh the the pin that vernon masters had also turns out to be a key Um, Mm -hmm. was that was that like obvious that it was a key um and the reason i asked that is like is it possible any of the other pins were also a key i'm sure they were i'm sure that's the whole reason why Dottie was after in the first place okay and it just it wasn't until now that they realized that they're all a key yeah. Okay. He's the first person to really look at it. <laughs> I guess. Okay. And and Carter just didn't look at it at all back when nope, they she first just held she just held it and waved it around. <laughs> okay, yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. Um I guess I am I'm, I'm good. You ready to, to move on to it? Yeah. I'm good okay. if you're good. Sounds good. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. That's good. Good. But before that, we should talk about uh, this week's sponsor. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Tony, do you know what sucks? Vacuums. I couldn't have said it better myself. But I'll try anyway by paraphrasing what you just said. What sucks is when you make a deal that's definitely uh, one side and that side isn't yours. For example, I bought a house today. Now I owe a bank a ton of money. Which brings us to our sponsor, Devil's Deals. Have you ever wanted to trade your soul for a donut? How about your voice for a chance to meet the love of your life? Well, Devil's Deals has your back. They can help you with any crazy deal you want to make. I traded my prized collection of bottle caps to get more reviews for this podcast, since you people weren't doing it. So give our friends at Devil's Deals a call and use promo code MCURewind to owe them an extra $20 on your first purchase. <laughs> Devil's Deals, where the customer is always a rube. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Now I think we're good to, to jump on to our next thing. <clears throat> Everyone preps for their master plan. They open a door to another dimension, and then things seem to work out. Uh, while waiting around, everyone gets bored. Carter and Agent Thompson chat about what they'll do next. Carter says she won't turn him in for giving into Vernon Masters' mind games. Uh, then Frost shows up and starts trying to vacuum up the zero matter. Uh, but it's okay because they shoot her with the cannon and it works. Problem solved. New problem, the hole between worlds isn't closing. Sousa volunteers to use the manual override to close it, but can't uh, reach it in time. But it's all right. They close it by blowing up the hover car inside the rift. Oh. <laughs> I was shocked that the plan worked correctly. <laughs> <laughs> You're so not used to that. I mean, of course, there is a problem afterwards. Uh, yeah. But, but before that, like, they they stopped Frost. Like, cool. Awesome. I cannot, I cannot think of how many times the plan works exactly like it's supposed to in a movie yeah, or a TV it, show. It, it, exactly it always feels like that that wasn't like because you just see the characters messed up every episode un, until the, the season finale basically but yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um i guess this is kind of like uh if you've ever seen you know oceans 11 or any movie like that right where they do a heist kind of thing um mm-hmm. uh, oh or endgame where they do a time heist yeah, Ant Man, where they do yeah. those heists. Yeah, um, you know they they plan it, and then but we don't see the plan. We don't exactly know what they're doing. We just see them doing it, and it, it's mm-hmm. all going according to plan. Except I guess they have you know one issue at the end, but they work it out. It's fine. Ooh, um, sure. Yeah, and here they've worked out their one issue, and it was fine. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like when, you know, the generator um, breaks or whatever is wrong with it. Um, and they're all arguing about who should sacrifice themselves while in the background, Suze is in the process of sacrificing himself. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to sacrifice yourself, you just do it. Yeah. Yeah. They were all volunteering, um, kind of hoping someone else would take it. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's kind of like an end game when, um, you know, we, we've got uh, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Or not Scarlet Witch, <laughs> um, Black Widow. <laughs> you know, fighting. We do that they all the action. time because it's damn Scarlet Johansson's name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, so they, you know, they, they both um, actually do want to sacrifice themselves and they're fighting over it. Versus over mm-hmm. here, yeah, they're just, they're bickering. While Sousa's like, nope, do, 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 do. He's probably doing a little whistle in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, he, I mean... We know that the thing he had to do, the manual override, the crank, um, he had to spin it. Did he have to spin it a lot? Because he, he, yeah, he spun, spun it, a, it a, yeah, a handful of times. So was that just never going to work? I mean, I guess if he could measure better and get maybe like an extra foot of thing, he'd be able to do it. Like, I bet you have to spin it for a while. Like maybe oh. to get enough traction, like an actual generator. Like if you ever had a manually powered generator. Okay, yeah, I, I think I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there was no way the way he was doing it, it would have ever worked, I don't think, because he wasn't doing it quick enough. Gotcha. So one turn every 10 seconds was not going to be effective. Okay. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> uh, so we see the hover car mm-hmm. in use. That was cool. Um, yeah. And I guess they make fun of Stark because they said it never really worked. Well, I mean, this is the Mark II. This one worked. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, like, we know that he eventually gets hover cars working, because Coulson has one. Yeah, that's that's true. I guess maybe that's the Mark three or seven yeah. or something. I guess, we yeah, we have no idea. Sure. But, yeah. Um, I find this a much superior finale, like, finale climax than season ones because we don't know if Sousa survives <laughs> unlike we know exactly that Howard and Jarvis survive in the end of the first one. Oh yeah okay sorry <laughs> it took me a second to realize what you're saying you're, you're saying season. like yeah um, at the end of the or during the season finale um, the person whose life was in danger was someone mm-hmm. who we know shows up later in MCU stuff. Yes. Stark shows up because he was kidnapped um Jarvis we knew had to be around be to so that way uh Tony Stark knew him that kind of stuff. So um now Sousa yeah yeah that's a good point you're right. Um we genuinely had no idea like he could have died right here. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah everyone else I guess was was pretty much um fine in, in the safe zone, right? 20 feet away or whatever they figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I did like that that little climax. So this scene right here that we're talking about, Tony, I think like for the past uh, ten weeks we've been saying like we remember a little bit about the beginning of the season. We both remember this bit, scene, <laughs> and okay, and this was the scene. Okay, cool. So th- yeah. this is exactly what we've been talking about for. <laughs> yeah, this is the scene, and I couldn't even remember that it was Souza, but it was someone almost getting sucked into the portal, and so them all holding the rope or the the um the hose, I guess. You know, I I barely remembered the portal. I just remember that they were on a movie set, and I remembered that Frost like you know showed up and she did stuff. But um, I guess for some reason I remembered her doing more than she actually did because she just shows up and gets shot. But yeah, all right, well, cool. <laughs> and the plan works apparently. Yeah. Ah. You know, it's interesting because like. When things actually work out for the heroes, for the the protagonists of the story, um, like things just stop, and that's it. Like the the story's done, um, mm-hmm. which, like, given their skills, like skill set and all of this stuff, um, does this just mean that they all have horrible, horrible luck because things mess with their plans so often? 
Well, yeah, I mean... Or, okay, would we say that the villains are also of equal um, skill level to be able to continue the the clashing for more episodes? Well, if you want to talk about the SSR, just the SSR, or just Agent Carter Season 2, a lot of their failure is when Thompson stabbed them in the back. That's true. And now Thompson is on their side, so it's when they work together does it work correctly. Okay, so so the message here is teamwork. Yes. Okay, alright. If the show has a message, it's definitely teamwork. It's also bitches be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you've got Dottie and Frost. Okay, alright. Yep. Uh, speaking of Dottie... Uh, I was going to bring this up at the end of the episode, but since we're here, she's still out, right? Like, she killed that cop and, and left, and we never see her again? Yes. Okay. Yes. This That is true. That is the thing that happened. Okay. Cool. All <laughs> right, moving on, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, maybe maybe she was being set up for a season three also. That, that, never, yeah. uh, that never happened. Well, she must have been. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, I I mean it feels weird cuz you know we're we're talking about the the you know ultimate scene here, the ultimate climax of the season and I don't really have anything else to say about it. I don't know if you do. No, uh Samberly fainted. She didn't do anything to him. I thought he might be dead. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> um right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yay, they win. They fly the um they put the car on autopilot and fly the bomb into it. I guess. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. I mean, it didn't have to even be a hover car, did it? Couldn't they have just driven a regular car into the circle and then it would have flown up? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it, it, it would have. Everything was getting sucked in. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's uh, let's go to the, the end here, which um, I guess we're... Uh, we're going to have a couple of different things, but it's it's all one big uh, wrap-up. So, yeah. the next day, everyone deals with the aftermath. Dr. Wilkes is given a job by Stark. Uh, Wilkes makes a crack to Carter that getting half of a dance with her is better than no dance. In an alternate timeline, Cap walks in and punches him. Frost <laughs> has gone full insane and is now talking to herself in a mental institution. She wants to get the zero matter back. Carter gets a nice goodbye with Mrs. Jarvis, and then Mr. Jarvis drops her off at the SSR. He tries to convince her to stay, but that doesn't work. After finishing the paperwork, Carter and Sousa kiss. In an alternate timeline, Caps walks in and punches him. <laughs> in an end credits scene, Agent Chad Michael Murray finishes a phone call and is shot dead. Possibly by Cap from an alternate timeline. I just have a note in a post post credit scene, Steve shows up. But that Exactly. <laughs> that that is probably more likely yeah yeah <laughs> but you know we don't know <laughs> don't don't sure. happen <laughs> it depends what how you think uh time travel works <laughs> exactly because the mcu has shown us that both of those work yes all right and we'll argue we'll about, about that later yeah <clears throat> yeah 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 <laughs> you say talk i say argue you know one of the yeah, two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a discussion see it's yes. aggressive negotiations. Yeah, the there we go. Over. Perfect. I'll I'll look for mine. I'll pull it out. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll have one again by by the time we talk about that. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we got the aftermath. Um, let's talk about Doctor Wilkes and everyone at the Stark Manor. So, uh, mm -hmm. Doctor Wilkes gets a job from Stark, which is cool for some yeah. sort of new enterprise that he's got going on in Miami, or Malibu, um, actually, or Mal Malibu. That's right, Malibu. Uh, I knew it was an M place. My Malibu's over there on the Pacific side, not uh, not eastern side of the U.S. where Miami is. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um. I actually think. Do you? I wonder if he's going to be working on the arc reactor stuff, because that is in Malibu, because that's where Tony lives in the in the in Iron Man one. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering if this is them basically saying, um, you know, this is the start of Stark Enterprise because mm -hmm. um, well he did hire someone new <laughs> that's true well but carter was also like surprised that 
Stark was hiring him for for something, right? Like a company sort of thing is, is kind of yeah. Like wait, wait, you you like have a a thing to hire people for? Like that's new. I'm wondering if Howard, like on his expedition to Peru, he lost a lot of money because literally nothing was happening at his company because Jarvis and Anna were busy, and there's no one to do anything else. <laughs> That's and he's right. like, maybe I should hire some people. <laughs> That's right. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I guess there's that. Yeah. And Dr. Wilkes probably, yeah, you're right. Heads up that project. Um, mm-hmm. Because I would imagine that the arc reactor takes up a ton of space. And yeah. that's what Stark said, that it he has a ton of space out in Malibu. Yep. Yep. I mean, even though his son could build it in a cave with his box of scraps, Howard's not there yet. Yeah, exactly. He's he's no Tony Stark. No. Mm-hmm. I don't scream at that guy. He'll come back and torture your adopted son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's way worse when you say it that way. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right, so I guess we'll we'll move on to Frost. Who yeah. is um, in a mental institution? So now she has gone full insane in the membrane, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, yeah. <laughs> she is uh, she's talking to Chadwick in a different room. Also, like not even the room she's in. So like she she's full on. Um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of the the word for this. Uh, not vision, but she's like mental breakdown. Yeah, she, distance. She snapped. Yeah, yeah, she snapped. All right. Um, yeah, so she's in a mental hospital. Everything's in her head. Um, I guess Manfredi is still in love with her. Because, um, I mean, because he showed up to, to check on yeah. her. But he hears her continuously talking about uh, Chadwick. Because that's who she's talking to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, she's scratching at her face probably to get the scar back. So. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Well, she said she'd um, don't bring in the roses. She'll just use the thorns to scratch at her face. And I'm assuming it's to get the scar, to get the crack back. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I thought she was just like, it's just generic self-harm. But okay, that that works. Because yeah, Mm -hmm. she had all those scratches. Yeah. Okay. Alright. And then the next... Sorry? I feel like if there were a season three... That we could get like a Agent Carter Sinister Six because we've got she's the only hero whose villains all survive. <laughs> um, wait, in season one, I already forgot the name, uh, Faustus, Dr. Faustus. Yeah, he's Did locked he up with, uh, yeah, he's locked up with, um, uh, the guy, uh, Red Skull's minion. What's his name? Oh, yeah, um. Yeah, I forget his name too. But yeah, you're right because he shows up. Um, he shows up in in the future in uh, Winter Soldier too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's in the, like in the post credit scene. We see the meeting. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And then Dottie, and then um, Frost. All right. So Sinister Four. That's that's a good start. Yeah. So season three would have added the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you want to also include Manfredi angry that now frost is crazy because of carter i I don't know if that's a possibility i mean i think man freddy's more of a um more of like a semi ally although masters could have gotten powers from the explosion because we never see his body that's right yeah he he it's possible he's still alive okay yeah hmm Uh, yeah, and so then moving on, um, so Jarvis and Carter um, have their goodbye. I guess both Jarvises. Jarvis I? The, the, the Jarvis. Jarvi. The Jarvi, okay. Yeah. Um, so Carter gets a nice, you know, sentimental goodbye from Mrs. Jarvis, from Anna. And then um, Mr. Jarvis, what's his first name? Now I forgot. Right? Edwin. Edwin, Edwin Jarvis. Um, so then Edwin uh, drives her off to the SSR and uh, they have their their sentimental little mm-hmm. goodbye there. And he's trying to say, "Hey, you should stay here in L.A. 
it's not so bad, even though yeah. I wouldn't shut up about it when you first came out here. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he does bring up one of California's few good things. Tacos. That is true. Yeah. We don't have any good tacos out here in Florida. I can vouch for that. <laughs> My wife is still on a quest to find them. You're not going to do it? Yep, I know. And now, and now you're there permanently, so shoot. Yeah, exactly. We even <laughs> went to a taco festival like two months ago. and That's depressing. Yeah, it was. There were also like, like a to... ton of lines, so we didn't go to as many as we wanted to. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to a burger place in London just to see if they're like decent, and they're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. And, uh, I think I've told you this, where my wife had nachos when we were in London, in a place that definitely has never seen a Mexican. It went, that, it <laughs> oh, went yes. poorly. <laughs> yes, I remember you mentioning this. <laughs> but, uh, I don't remember, like, you, you just told me these weird things that they put on yes. there, and I don't all remember right. at all. So, it has um, the chips, it has one small layer of chips on the bottom, baked on cheese, with barbecue pulled pork, chi- or pulled pork or pulled chicken, but barbecue um, meat. And then sour cream and on top of the barbecue meat. And that was her nachos. Now, I, I just have to ask this because, you know, London, you know, British. Mm-hmm. When you say chips, do you mean oh, tortilla chips or do tortilla you mean chips. french fries? Okay. They were okay. tortilla chips. <laughs> <laughs> just had to be sure. Okay. No, you're right. It's fair. Fair. <laughs> I would be disappointed if I had fish and chips and it was fish and tortilla chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I thought for years when I was a kid. Then what do they call chips? Well, crisps. What do they call tortillas? They don't have them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, um, I guess the other thing to bring up, Carter and Sousa finish up some paperwork and then they make out. So Mm -hmm. they've got that. Yeah, Um, I mean, (laughs) I have no, it's about to be awkward when Steve walks in. mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Um, so Tony, you had a line about this. Well, it's um, actually something I probably, honestly, should have brought up in season one. But um, <laughs> I recently watched on um, online. Well, recently, like in the last couple of months, they released a four-minute clip of Peggy's interview that they show during the Winter Soldier scene when Steve is watching the uh, Peggy talk about the past. But it's like a three-minute interview that they did in character. And she talks about her future husband, or, or at this point, her future husband, her husband, um, was found, uh, was saved by Steve in outside of Stalingrad, uh, which is on the Eastern Front, all that stuff, um, and got saved by Steve Rogers. Where Sousa got shot in Bastogne, which was in Belgium during the Battle of the Bulge, which proves... Even without time travel shenanigans and Steve Rogers coming back in time, um, Sousa was not destined to be a Peggy's husband. Someone else was, who we don't know. And we ne- we'll never know, because she married Steve. Well, I mean, we do know. It's Steve, but just like a fake persona that he made up. I'm sure oh, yeah, he spent I mean, enough time hanging out with Black Widow to know how to make up a fake persona. We just never saw him. Because you'd think, until he gets old, like, at the end of Endgame, he looks like Captain America. <laughs> he has that's, to be... That's true. <laughs> I don't know what he did to hide. Well, no, I know what he did to hide. He put on sunglasses and a baseball cap every time he went out. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yes, he looked exactly like Captain America, but then again, everyone knows for a fact Captain America died somewhere. Uh, and probably almost every politic or every time you saw Captain America in like promotional shots or anything, he's wearing his mask. That's true. So not yeah. everyone knows what he looks like as a person. It's true. You just have to. And then I'm. I guess she has to keep it hidden from Howard. I assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Very spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Unless he doesn't. Well, it totally depends if it's an alternate timeline or not. Eh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Okay. We'll argue I just, about that I, one some more. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to think it's not an alternate timeline because I just want to see this Peggy happy with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I am assuming that it is not an alternate timeline. I am assuming that they that the way he did it, it worked out to be the same. Which means that this is and has always been the same timeline. Mm-hmm. Which so. is like when you see um people carrying her um casket in uh Civil War. Oh. Future Steve is like on the other side from past Steve. <laughs> That's true. No one would really recognize him, right? Because it's true. He's old. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, and then in the end credit scene of this uh, of this episode, we get what is, I guess, basically supposed to set up a season three that we never get. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agent Chad Michael Murray finishes up his phone call and he gets shot. Um, Tony, who do you think shot him? Dottie. <laughs> so. I've always assumed it was Carter's brother who didn't actually die. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why I assumed that. I just assumed he was still alive and that was like something that was going on. That would be very interesting. It's just the fact that they picked up the pin that kind of put, throws that into question for me. That's a good point, yeah. And it could be Vernon Masters. I mean, yeah. 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 Or Hydra. Other miscellaneous Hydra goon could be a completely separate storyline. Yeah, true. Um, I assumed it wasn't Dottie just because it kind of seemed like they tried to make it look like a like it was a man who did it. Like as far as clothing goes and the size of the gloves. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but a super secret Russian agent could fake that. Oh yeah, no, that that's entirely true. I just I felt like they wanted to go like some different route and and i don't know why i always assumed it was carter's brother um i just i I feel like they gave us a little bit of storyline about him in this season and Mm -hmm. so you know given comic book stories that's just what the natural progression of a storyline is obviously your family member is still alive and gonna be evil yep that would be cool that would be cool yeah too bad we'll never find out (laughs) oh well so Never. far that's true yeah. <laughs> all right so as a as a quick recap i just want to like pull this out right now because like we we say this right at the end of a season or whatever we rewatch a show um mm-hmm. we don't remember which characters are alive or dead um yep. so just characters right uh we've got the two jarvi they're alive stark yep. alive or uh Sousa is alive uh agent thompson dead Dottie well, still alive? Possibly dead. He could be, you know, just bleeding and not be dead. That that's entirely true. Like he was I think he was only shot once, maybe twice. Yeah. So I think it's it, um, yeah. That's a good point. He he very well it's comic book world, he still might be alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Dottie still alive and running around somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um trying to think who else we we hit on a bunch of other characters man, too man man freddy mm-hmm. um uh frost uh if we want to go back to season one faustus yeah oh okay. uh, samberly's alive rose is alive that's right okay yeah yeah um so cool so so this show we keep a lot of characters alive in this one mm-hmm. and unless you consider them all dead once the show gets canceled i don't that's good that's that's for the best <laughs> i i mean i like i like to think that there's un, there's always potential for them to pop up again very very small potential but it's still there yeah exactly yeah especially in the mc that's always good well we know Souza has a, at least a grandson because he's a cop in avengers <laughs> that's right <laughs> we do know that <laughs> uh, uh, okay and then right. one other thing that i wanted to bring up about the mc mm-hmm. about this I, I guess it's kind of the season but like you know in general as we see in stories um once again the entire planet the mcu really has been saved because of luck um well, yeah i mean technically it was saved by carter you know and planning and all this hard work but if thompson wasn't being an ass and it sent someone other than carter to Sousa at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. like would, would that have even kept going like no probably right? not because because the only reason Carter kept at it is because she like is wants to do a good job and some other agent we don't know maybe maybe not 
Yeah, well, that's just history and life in general. So many things happen just of luck and chance. That's true. Yeah. So that's wood that's frost. why I like that's why I like learning about history. It's like, well, if this little thing didn't happen, then the whole world would be different or gone or whatever. I find it really yeah. interesting. Yeah, that is that is true. So, like, I guess would um, L.A. even be around if Frost had, you know, gotten all the zero matter? Probably not. No. She probably would have taken over the world. Ah. Or, I mean, or not. I don't I don't know. There were people with powers back then. We don't, don't know. Well, who had powers back then? The there ancient people one? that we don't know about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean. That's about it that I know of. Yeah. And all of the sorcerers. I mean, yeah, that work with yeah. the ancient one, which is quite a few. I mean, you can't take over the whole world. There, there are also Inhumans, right? That's true. Inhumans. There are uh, people in the, Kunlun. Yeah, I was about to say the Iron Fist, the Immortal Iron yeah. Fist. Um, yeah. So I mean, there are, there are places, but she could take over a lot of places. <laughs> that's true. As long as she keeps to a pretty decent size of area, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Take over California. No one's there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially not in the forties. No. Yeah. I mean no heroes are there. Exactly. Okay. Um, so I think I'm ready to rate the um season. Is that how we do this or the episode? I don't I don't Let's remember. Let's rate the episode, then rate the season. Okay. All right, Tony. Um how many alternate timeline Captain Americas are you going to rate this episode? I'll give all five. I really like this episode. Same here. Yeah, I, I it, there was like from beginning to end, it was good stuff. It was, uh, you know, tying everything together. Uh, and yeah, yeah. The only thing I don't like is that they left threads dangling, but that's not the episode's fault. <laughs> that's true. It's yeah. whoever executives at Disney decided to cancel uh, the show. I think it's I think it's ABC. ABC, ABC? decided oh, to cancel. Okay. Yep, right, I hate what? them. I don't know. Uh, they kept. They're, no, I don't hate them. They're keeping Agents of Shield on for seven seasons. <laughs> that is true. That was probably the trade off. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. I'll take it. I'll take that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unfortunately, they had to stop at seven, not seventy. Ugh. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, I want to rate the season. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, Tony, how many Agent Carters would you rate this season? I would give this um, probably four out of five Agent Carters. Most, The only reason I'm taking one away is because sometimes it was a little too campy and too convenient. I mean, I was entertained the whole time, but some logic didn't work for me. Okay, and... Uh, I was going to give it, like, I wanted to give it less than four, but still more than three and a half. So I was going to give it, like, a 3.9 for pretty much the same reason. Like, yeah. I enjoyed all of the episodes. They were good. I liked the campy. Like, I enjoy that part. Mm -hmm. But there were some times where, uh, like, it, it just felt too, um, I, like, too, too setup-y, like, like the you know th this is something that they were going to push for the whole season like uh, I, I remember when i first saw the season it was it, it felt like they were really trying to push the who's the guy that carter's gonna go for dr wilkes or Sousa? and then mm -hmm. like yeah, I, I didn't get that as much this time on the rewatch but it, it was still kind of there so yeah. there's that but mm -hmm. i get that yeah all right yeah and this is kind of a bittersweet moment for the mcu rewind podcast even though this got prematurely canceled, this is officially the first show we've completed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, woohoo! Virtual yeah. high five. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Tony, I don't know if you heard me, but I also clapped my own hand yep. to make yep. that sound. Yep, so did okay. I. <laughs> All right, good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we agree too right. much. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you have anything else before we close out? No, I think we're good. I'll miss Peggy. Um, unfortunately, the next time we talk about her is her death. Oh, that's yeah. a little sad. No. Yeah. Uh, all well, right. We'll see her again, so it's okay. Yeah. 
All right, everyone. Um, so before we actually do close out, just kind of a, a little heads up on uh, what we're talking about next since we finished off the show. So next week on December 23rd, uh, we will be back to season three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we're going to be doing uh, season three, episode 11. Um, if you remember that the last time we did the um, season three, episode 10, that mid-season finale. So that was back in June of this year, June 24th. So mm-hmm. if you want to go back and listen or whatever you want, just that you know, know that that's there. Um, and if you ever are curious about the tentative release schedule that we have, we do have that online. You can just go to our website, mcurewind.com. There's a little release schedule button on the top right, and that'll show you um, kind of where everything is. So that's our, our future release schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these days, we'll go ahead and, and trim that again, since right now it's um, a little bit down there with some uh, a lot of episodes that we've already released. But uh, anyway, that's it. Um, so yeah. if you're curious, we've got, we've got that coming up next. Yeah, and don't forget to check in right after that because we'll probably have our annual Christmas special, which we're not going to reveal what we're doing yet. You'll find out. Ooh, that's right. Yep. All right. And like Al said, join us next time for uh, Bouncing Back, which is Season 3, Episode 11 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And give us a quick follow at MCU underscore Rewind on Twitter and give us a five-star rating. Uh Probably whatever program or website you're listening to us right now, that's probably the best place to do it. And as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agent Carter, Season 2, Episode 10, Hollywood Ending. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. You think I don't love you, oh, but I do. Oh, but I do.